Okay, welcome back to Fast Hit Performance then. My name is Tom Davies, and today we are back in my attack shack, dropping the truth bombs on your personal battlefield, helping you to win the wars you are fighting. And someone that has kind of won his war, but has he, is Rob, who's written in a bit of a novel, to be fair. We're gonna try and keep this to 12 minutes. This is a story of hard graft. This is a story about stumbling forward over that rocky path towards that goal, and at the very end, it being ripped away from you. What do you do then? Well, let's listen to what Rob did. And we're trying to come up with some answers about this, okay? Rob is actually a member of uh, the DCS, uh, well, my Patreon DCS Discord Shadowlands flying training server, soon to be re renamed as Fighter Pilot School or something like that, okay? Something really kind of catchy, right? Okay, he's a member of that, hasn't started flying yet, he's in Australia, will start flying soon. As you can see, he was living over here, okay? We're going to jump into his email now, we're going to bring out all the points, we're going to give them to you, and then we're going to get out and going to listen to something else or watch another film or something, whatever you want to do, all right? So, a note for, he starts off by saying, a note for Tim's PA. Apologies, I do not know your name. Tim gave me his email on Discord and asked me to write this email to him. So hopefully you can let this one through. Thank you. Right, my PA, who I have employed, is called Katie Winters. She's very young. She's like early 20s or something like that, okay? She is remote. I know her. She's actually quite local. Um, sort of was a friend of my wife's and, you know, fair enough. I employ her now to shift through the emails to pass me the ones that I can use for making tangible benefit in like this one and the ones that ask me as a 16-year-old, what do I need to do to be a pilot in the Royal Air Force? I'm not interested in that anymore. No offense, I've written about it. I've done YouTube videos, done podcasts, everything. If you're a 16-year-old kid, hit the careers office. I can't help you. I've been out of the service now for three years. I'm 46 years old, 30 years older than you. It's just not something I can help you with, guys. I really appreciate it. I still get quite a few, not too many, but those emails are not for me anymore. My emails now that I need to answer are the ones that talk about mental health. I don't like the term mental health. We've all got mental health issues. Um, I like the ones, uh, I, I tend to call it ownership issues, okay? Ownership issues. We're going to look into ownership today. So what does it mean by ownership? Well, things happen to us, don't they? Something might happen to you. Something might happen to me. I had an altercation on Twitter back in January with a, a kind of young-minded guy, a bit of a kind of wokist, shall we say, neo-Marxist. I don't even know what that means. It's like someone that's kind of believes men can be women, trans thing, the whole thing's a mess. I couldn't care less. However, comma, what I will say is, although uh, that guy might have done that thing to me by shouting out all over like YouTube, whatever, like not YouTube, but Twitter, and writing to businesses and stuff saying that I was, what would you say I was, a transphobic bigot? Whatever, it's not true, couldn't care less. Um, I can't blame that dude for it, it's still my problem. He may have done something, it's my problem. I've got to own that problem and therefore I can get over it. If you don't own the problem, guys, by the way, this is week seven in the spin recovery program. I've got seven dudes on it at the moment, all over the world. Their week seven is about ownership. All right, and they need to start owning this as well because a couple of them missed a few sessions. Badness is only gonna happen there. So they need to own that, uh, and this is what we're talking about, is what has happened in our past that we have done we're not proud of, well, we can shy away from it, but it's still gonna be there, and it's gonna eat us up for a long time, fam. However, comma, they can, we can embrace that, we can learn from it, and we can move on. Some of the things that happened in our past as well, that we did because we were young or foolish or whatever it might be, yeah, we did those things. And at that time, those things are things that we thought we could do and we didn't realize they were bad things turned out to be bad. Or maybe we knew they were bad, we did them anyway because we had a young mind, prefrontal cortex hadn't fully developed, we didn't understand consequence. We get it, we get it, all right? One of those things. However, now we can look back on those things and we can go, that wasn't the great thing to have done. I'm sorry for that. I'll embrace it. But also, by the way, those things did make me into the person I am now. So were they a bad thing or did they color my character to put me into a space where I am a better person? Have a think about that. I talk about ownership not so much mental health. However, Rob does talk about mental health. We are going to listen to Rob. Some valuable points here. Anyway, if you send me an email, Katie's probably gonna just filter you out unless you are making some meaningful sense, okay? 
did cut my hair. Oh, before I start, by the way, no, I didn't cut my own hair. I went to my hairdresser because hairdressers have been off, you know, for a long time. I want to pay back into the community, and I think he's done a really cool job. Okay, he, not her. Don't get your hair cut by a woman. Okay, Samson Delilah, lose your strength, men, man, dev sock. These dudes, okay, are um, buddies of mine. They send me stuff. I want to talk about them just briefly before we talk about Rob's email. Uh, the Development Society, find them on Instagram. You try and cut down those words, don't we? So they sound really cool. Like Snap. Um, well, you don't say face, do you? You don't go Facebook. You don't say, hey, I'll catch you on Twitter. Who uses Twitter? I use Twitter. It's a mess. They sent me a box. What's in the box? What's in the box? It's got my name on it there. Got my dress in it. I'm not going to show you that, am I? What do they send me? They send me stuff all the time. They've got some pretty cool merch out. These guys are into fitness. Uh, they're into the hard graft. Actually, you'll hear this in his email right now about hard graft. They sent me some stuff. Dev uh, um, Diary, they always set out this stuff. Look them up on Instagram, Dev Sock. Um, some ex, uh, well, I'm not saying they're ex-special forces. Let's just pretend they they are in ex-military is a better way of looking at it. What else did they send? They sent me a really cool t-shirt uh, with Dev Sock written on it. They've made actually the material, I'm not just saying this, because I would tell the guys if their merch was poor, it's, feel, it's one of these t-shirts, it feels, it's not a throwaway t-shirt, you know what I'm saying? It's a quality t-shirt. Quality t-shirt, he says, as he throws it away, just because I've got to get, they sent me this hat, but I'm not putting it on, it's going to mess my hair up, okay? Look at that. I don't know when you wear this, maybe when you're boarding or something, but I, I board with um, head gigs, I take it to the next level, right? Um, I don't at all, not anymore, it scares me. Another t-shirt they sent me. Oh, it's got the pink flamingo on it. The Flamingo of Power. There's a story about why they chose that Flamingo. I'm not going to tell you it. I'll let him tell you himself. And then he sent me enough badges. Okay, talking of badges. This is, God, this is crikey. What they sent me here? Oh, here we go. Talking of badges. Badges. Badger. Get it? It's like, that's a honey badger. Badges. Ba no, that's not funny, is it? What else they sent me? Um, some sticker things. The Flamingo. Funny thing was, I will briefly just allude as to why it was a Flamingo. They wanted something that was very unmilitary, and I understand why. I'm exactly the same now. I was in the military. I'm not anymore. And um, when I was in Afghanistan, by the way, I was there in January in the snow at a, an HQ building in Kabul. Well, compound in Kabul. And there were two Flamingos outside the HQ building. Uh, not real ones, obviously, just stuck in the snow. More badges. Stick on patches. So I can be really gnarly and stick that on there. Yeah, dev sock, lad, lad, lad. Uh, they're not like that at all, by the way. They're, they're very humble guys. Dogs are cool. Owls. Uh, some surfboards up that way. Uh, you got some more patches? Check my bad self. Let's put that one there. Check it. <laughs> oh, they're going to hate me. And they sent me some more books. I'll try and get some more stuff of them, okay? Because the, the stuff they, they, they put out is just meaningful. The content is meaningful content. I really like that. Guys, I think I've already talked about four minutes here. Let's talk a little bit about, um, so look them up, DevSock on Instagram. DevSock, if you're a, a dude or a dudette and you really want to hard graph physically, uh, I'm, I'm not drinking right now, guys. And I, I've just, I'm turning over a whole new when, leaf when it comes to um, alcohol and everything. I really appreciate the value in self. Uh, I talk about this on Spin. Uh, for me, vices, get after them, do all that kind of stuff. We can talk this out. These guys are very similar. They're like, get in the gym, uh, humble yourself, okay? And then we can really start talking about doing the work you need to be doing. Rob says, hi, Tim. I'm a long time viewer of your FJP videos on YouTube. I love the humor you add to some of the topics that you talk about. You can just, you can just tell that you're a kind, considerate man. I really appreciate all the things that you do around the mental health space, ownership space fam. But I understand what you're saying. This is leading me to wanting to share my story with you. Maybe you could share with your viewers in the hope that my experiences may help them in some small way. 
I don't mind my name being used. I would love to be able to connect with and help anyone that may need it. If I can help just one person, then my experiences were not in vain. Yeah, if you want to connect up with Rob here or whatever, just send an email to me. I'll tell Katie now that if you want to get through to me and you tell me that you've, you've watched this video about Rob, um, then I'll let that one through and I'll pass you down to Rob and see whether you can chat. Okay, he says here, I grew up in Northern Ireland, a little place called Lurgan in County Armagh. Growing up in the Troubles, as it is known, was not exactly the nicest place to be. During the war that was raging throughout the years I was growing up, but I had a good childhood. I had clothes on my back, gratitude, food in my belly, a loving mum who worked three jobs to send me to a great grammar school, the Royal School Amar. Little did I know what effect it would have on me in later life. I've been in love with aviation since the age of six. All I ever spoke about, dreamed about, wanted to do was to fly the GR4. Mm, boom, boom, no, boom. Mm, boom, GR4, legend. Uh, well, GR1 as it was in my formative years, obviously. When I started at the Royal, they had the CCF Combined Cadet Force. We have Army and RAF Cadet streams available. I had to do one year in the Army Cadets at the, as the age limitations for the RAF Cadets for AF flying, air experience flying, flying, uh, was just, I was just below. I learned a lot about soldiering and really enjoyed it. But the nagging feeling at the back of my mind was wanting to get it over with so I could get into the RAF Cadet stream. And then there I was. Tells a good story, doesn't he? 13 years old. Stop, trapped into a bulldog, taking my first AAF flight. And what a joy it was. So much fun, some arrows, touch and goes. Was in a dream world. Straight after this, I booked myself in for my first flying lessons in the Civi World, a Cessna 152 from Belfast. The instructor had about five minutes control, showing me spins. I did everything else, including the takeoff and landing, and I was completely hooked. I like the way he writes. I carried on, rising to the dizzy heights of Cadet Warrant Officer, completing my gliding scholarship on the Grob 109B, flying out of Ballykelly. The aircraft were actually based at Sydenham. Yeah, that's right. But we flew up to Ballykelly for unrestricted airspace for the scholarship. Cool, okay. Superfluous gen, I'll leave it in. I wasn't the most academically gifted at school, same, but I worked hard, got my GCSEs, but became disillusioned with school for a variety of factors. Yeah. I left before my A-levels and applied to the Royal Air Force as a loadie, a loadmaster. Unfortunately, I was unsuccessful, so I applied as a weapons tech, uh, weapons technician, and off I went to Holton to begin my career in the Royal Air Force. As hard as it was, beasted by the instructors, challenged by the instructors, for my lawyer. The late nights, early mornings, I did what I had to do to make sure I got through. Yeah, just go through it, guys. It's going to be brutal, all right? Just suck it up, all right? Suck it up. It's like anything, isn't it? Life is hard. Shock horror. Shock horror for the, the Wokey Brigade. Life is difficult, suck it up. Um, here we go. So he says, basically, I've lost it now, haven't I? Oh, here we go, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, studied hard, did well in my assessments. A primary driver for this was that I'd been informed about doing a tour in a ground trade and commissioning from the ranks, and that is the path I chose to realize my dream for flying the GR4. I wouldn't recommend that, by the way. But if that's all you've got, then push for that. Even though the stream and type would be out of my hands and all based on my capabilities, I was going to do whatever it took to get there. Yeah, yeah, hard, hard way of doing it. Academics is the better way of doing it, guys, okay? And I fell foul at myself, so I'm not judging here. After Holton, on to Cosford for tech training. I actually did quite well in my exams there. Studied hard, got through quite well. I volunteered with eight air experience flight attached to the University of Birmingham Air Squadron, I believe. I'm reading this now. So I could be close to aviation, helping the cadets suit up and strapping, being around the aircraft, first Bulldog, then the Grob 115E tutor, being 
around accomplished pilots, I could harass and glean as much info as I could to aid my attempts to become a pilot. When I was at Valley flying on these airplanes here, we used to bring up cadets and fly them, and that's a great way of giving back to young people that are gonna go out into the community and, and stuff like that and talk about the Air Force. So I understand that. Just surround yourself with pilots and stuff and, and navs and aircrew and whatever if you wanna get in. Go and find them at a local flying club. Off to RAF Marum, boo, because I was a lossy dude, wasn't I? Of course it's boo. I only went to Marum twice, once to deliver a GR4 down there, and the second time was to de decommission the GR4, which is really sad. I only spent two two times down at Marum. I was a lossy dude. Right, uh, so I went to RAF Marum, posted first to the armament roll bay, servicing, maintaining, carrier bomb loading systems and release units. My goodness, he's throwing enough acronyms at me now. Then I switched to the tactical armament section in the training and standard cell, this is going back, where I took paper-based systems and turned it into electronic systems for booking OOA refresher trade. Is it out of air refresher training? He's dropping the fat bombs in it. Right, now on to applying for a commission. OESC done, Officer Air Crew Selection Center, successful waiting for an IOT, initial officer training date. Uh, right, dating a lady in Edinburgh, traveling up and down the country to spend time with her. It was on a night out in Edinburgh that she decided to put liquid ecstasy and rofenol this was in conjunction with a friend to see what the effects were. Did I read that right? Let me just get back on this. Hold on a second. She just dropped that straight out there. No, I wasn't even expecting that. Right. Not, I've got to speak to this. I've got to speak to my PA, Katie. When you send me something, you've got to write, Katie. You've got to write a little pricey like, Tim, this is about, just highlight, put a thing that I need to read in this, all right? And I won't need to, sacked, Katie, sacked. No, I'm not sacking you, don't worry. I'm just paying you significantly less because you are enough expensive. That's actually because you're quite good. Right, let's read that again. Right, so dating a lady in Edinburgh. Okay, okay, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Edinburgh's not a bad place, all right. Traveling up and down the country to spend time with her. Yeah, good, sacrifice, like it. It was on a night out in Edinburgh that she decided to put liquid ecstasy. I didn't realize you could get liquid. I didn't realize it was, you get in liquid form. And rofenol, that's that um, rape date drug, isn't it, I think. This was in conjunction with a friend to see what effects were. Well, I guess it must be near a drink then. I ended up having a seizure and had to report to the SMO and be told that my flying career in the military was over. I was put on leave for a month due to mental health issues I was facing. And because of the cumulative effects of this, I decided to PVR from the Royal Air Force. That is madness. Can you hear this? So the dude has done all of this first. He's done all the work he's done. You can remember how long I've been reading for. I can see how much time is building up here. And the guy goes out on a date with a charming lady, I'm sure she was before she did this absolutely idiotic thing, the bint. And then all of a sudden, dude's career's over. That woman will be swimming with the fishes with some concrete blocks tied to her. Can we say this? Okay, I'll uh, put it through my lawyer first. Uh, allegedly, this woman will be swimming with the fishes with some concrete blocks tied to her ankles. You're not gonna liquid ecstasy and rope and null me up, if that is. Yeah. So basically, he's been on a night out. This is always a problem, actually. I remember this like, when I was going through. We were so careful about drugs on a night out, like you don't touch them, you don't go anywhere near them, you go nowhere near anyone with them. This guy obviously has been poisonated, isn't he? Um, been poisoned by, uh, poisonated um, by someone he trusted. Mm. Okay, and, I, and I'm assuming this woman was charged, of course, and locked up for a significant period of time. Of course she wasn't, of course she wasn't. Of course she wasn't, and the guy's career's wrecked. Man alive, I would have slapped her into next week. I would have slapped her or him, anyone, and it wouldn't have been in a violent way, it would have been in a verbal way, because we don't want to, to wake up little wokey people that don't like significant violence when careers are ruined. Mm, let's move on, shall we? Right, don't hit women. 
unless they drop that stuff in and wreck your career. Don't hit them. Jeez, just tie concrete blocks to their feet and make them fall off bridges. Right, I'll put it through my lawyer first. Katie, put this through the lawyer again. Again, like the last three. Right, so let's just, that's where Rob is. There have been other issues throughout my life. However, I worked hard and completed my PPL in 2008 and continued flying once I moved to Australia in 2008. Great flying over here. I've heard that by the way. Yeah, I'm quite jealous. However, the mental health issues never went away. I buried my head in the sand. Okay, that's not a valid tactic for dealing with mental health by the way, but it is one that has happened before with many people. I turned to alcohol. I, I did that as well, by the way. Yeah, I know many, many, many people that do that. A coping mechanism that just made things worse. However, I continued to bury my head in the sand until recently. Yes, good man. What have you done? In January, I was diagnosed with depression and anxiety and started medication for that. January, okay. Two weeks ago, I believe I hit rock bottom. Well, that's actually a place to go to because then the only way is up, isn't it? You know, I'm broke, I, I broke. I broke down, sobbing uncontrollably. But it was the best thing that ever happened to me. I've started to feel better. I'm seeing joy in the day again. I signed up to your patron to start military flying training. Yes, fam. The thing I so cruelly taken away from me I know I am going to enjoy it immensely. You will actually. I was flying with about, I think four or five dudes this morning and we had a massive chat afterwards all about this kind of thing. I like those sessions a lot, by the way. Uh, one guy was in Australia, one guy was in America. The other guy was in, uh, I think he was in Australia as well. Two Australians, an American guy. And we just flew through the mountains, through the valleys on an exercise, exercise 10B of the advanced syllabus, by the way, valley flying, escape from Russia. Um, we go from Nowchik to Mozdok to Bezlan, all the way through the valleys back into Kolchi, which is Sanaki Kolchi via Katezi, but you can drop off in Tbilisi in Georgia if you want to, if you've got armaments damage. Uh, yesterday I did the same flight in the evening and there was a dude called Christian in the formation. This guy's a legend. And we had four aircraft. I was playing GCI, so I wasn't even in it. I'm calling in the threats. The MiG-29s are coming in. Two MiG-29s drop in on this four ship. This one MiG-29 shoots down three of these dudes. Christian's at the back. Remember, they had no weapons training at all. He just pitches up like God of all things that are F5 with a single AIM-9 that hits no one, shoots down the first MiG-29, strafes the other one in the face, manages to get back into a like, remote airfield near Katezi. One engine shut down because his fuel was so low, guided him in as GCI, hashtag hero, thank you, managed to land, he flamed out on the runway. That's the experience. Think about what that's doing for him. I celebrated him with the, the Shadowland star of awesomeness this morning or whatever, I don't even know. But either way, that's the kind of experience you're getting on my server, guys. It's pretty cool. It's quite intense sometimes, but you get a lot out of it, of course. Anyway, back to Rob. Yeah, sorry, Rob, not me, you. Anyway, yes. Uh, yeah, hopefully you will enjoy it immensely. I think so, work through it. It's, it's a lot of work, but work through it, it's good. Okay, so obviously I said that before I read the next bit and now I feel a bit stupid. Uh, Rob says, I've attempted suicide twice in the past. Sorry, Rob, my bad. Should have talked more about you, mate. An overdose and jumping out of a car at 80 kilometers per hour. I don't know which one I prefer, if I had to go. I think I'd probably do the overdose. Yeah. The most stupid times in my life, like I spoke about at the beginning, we do stupid things. We do stupid things, okay? What you've done, you've probably learned from it. You must have done because you've written them an email, so therefore you're not dead. But the mental health issues make it easy to justify what you're doing in your head. They do. It's a chemical imbalance, isn't it? There's a line of thought to say that it isn't, but that's how I understand it with mental health problems. And that means that if there's a mental health imbalance, we can do something about it, serotonin, serotonin do dopamine, go out, lie in the sun, get that vitamin D on you, go and play with trees, mindfulness, come and fly on my server, write me an email, all those kind of things, you know what I mean? Speak to your wife, speak to your partner. There's a lot of stuff, you know, hardship. Get yourself wrapped up in adversity, make it worse for you, make it harder for you, and then you appreciate the better times. I talk a lot about this, guys. Own the mistakes of the past, you can't change it, but you can do something about them moving forward. Absolutely, all right? It's all about that. 
oh, we live in a comfortable time, don't we? We do live in comfortable times. I think that's one of the problems. We realise that we're not driving purposefully in the way we should be going forwards. And so we go, oh, I haven't got any meaning. Wouldn't it be good if I had a Ferrari? No, it wouldn't be good if I had a Ferrari because I haven't earned a Ferrari. Ow, I've been lifting enough weights on kettlebells and that thing there may well be torn a little bit. Only because I'm back into my gym now. I've done it again. <laughs> what an idiot. Don't do that anymore. Right, the arm's going to lift. There now, the arm's going to... How's it going? Good. All right, let's have a look then. That really hurt. So he says here, most stupid times of my life, but the mental health issues make it easy to justify that what you're doing in your head. So it sort of makes sense to yourself. Ah, you know, it does. Um, you're taking away the pain by no longer being here. Now, when I left the military, I was in a weird place. Bad stuff was happening in my home life, okay, that I was responsible for in some ways by being very detached from my family. And I went out to my garage out, you can't see it out the window, there's a garage out there. It's a, a twin garage, right? It's now got car lifts in it and loads of cars and all that kind of stuff. But before it didn't, it had ropes that I put around beams and shit. And I was looking at that. I'll be honest with you. So I, I speak to pilots about this all the time. We've lost pilots in the past. I can label pilots that didn't come to work that day. Oh, where's this guy gone? Um, I'm not even gonna come out with names, not fair for the families. 110%. And all of us then hear about the fact that he's gone and hanged himself, or whatever, or gone and killed themselves. It happens, right? Especially when you talk to people, it happens. We don't go down the pub anymore. We don't talk to men, don't talk to each other. You need to be down the pub for a dude to say, look, you're putting on weight, what's up? That's what men do to men, okay? Put the arm there, <laughs> hurts. Um, and then the guy will say, well, it's all right. I was feeling a bit kind of lonely, a bit kind of home. Yeah, okay, fine, dude, let's go out for a run tomorrow. Let's go for a walk, let's do some stuff. You've got to speak to people, we don't do it anymore. All right, that's why um, eventually, you know, I realized looking at beams wasn't the solution, but I was looking at beams like measuring stuff and you know, getting on the internet and how do I tie knots and all that kind of stuff. It was a very nasty time, okay? Very lonely time, very dark time, okay? I was there, not proud of it, but I'm happy to accept it as part of who I am now and be able to give this back to people. I'm more proud of that, by the way, than I don't, I don't mind saying, look, I was in a dark place looking at beams in my garage to hang myself. I wasn't even living with my wife. She was back up on Anglesey. I was back down here where we live near Cheltenham. So I wasn't even living with someone. I was, you know, alcohol, like you read about. I'm the alcohol master when it comes to abusing yourself through alcohol, as was my father, okay? So my father was whiskey and ale i was just like lager that's all i really drank just enough lager getting stronger 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 more 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 the bin of lager cans in the morning the sense of depression and doubt and and hatred and stuff about what you've done like before do it same thing that night years on end years on end okay years on end walking away from that now happier for it okay but here's the thing he then says i'm glad i survived note that people He's glad he survived. The majority of people that jump off bridges, they reckon, and survived, that's the only people we know about, of course, the other ones are dead. They say that when they left the bridge, they realized they made a mistake and they wanted to survive. There's a program called The Bridge about um, San Francisco's suspension bridge. Go and watch that program, The Bridge. Um, I don't know where you can find it. Just go and find it, be resourceful, look on YouTube. People say that when they're in the descent, they're like, I wanna live, okay? So think about that before you start measuring up beams in your garage. I did a lot of research about suicide when I was suicidal. Now, that's why I take people through on spin, by the way. Join my spin course, half the cost of UK funeral, by the way. Come and speak to me before you slot yourself. I have a beautiful 10-year-old daughter. Good, good. Who brings me so much joy, a reason to live. Aside from the fact that I do deserve to be here, you do deserve to be here. Of course you do. And all you can do now is better yourself for those around you. Give yourself to others. Give the best version of yourself to others. That's what I'm talking about. I'm learning as I go. We all are. I love you for it. I try to help anyone I know get through the difficult times they may be facing. And that's how you gain a lot of strength, guys, by helping others, assisting others. I posted on my Facebook page recently. I'd like to share it. Please do, Rob. Please do. He says here, to anyone out there struggling, remember there is always light at the end of the tunnel. There are people out there that love you. The friends that stay with you forever, I can't read this. The loved ones in your life, bad things don't last forever. There's always hope. Every morning you get up, 
drag your ass out of bed no matter that you're not feeling too great, remember, you got out of bed. You made the effort, you are still breathing. Sorry for the novel, but being honest about my situation, putting out there is important to me. I want to have an impact on someone's life. I feel the need to try and reach out to people and try in some way to be there, sit with them, talk to them, help them whichever way they can or you can. Thank you for all the videos and podcasts you do. I know there are so many people out there that appreciate the advice you give and look forward to flying with you on DCS. Yes, I do speak fast, guys, because we're at 24 minutes already. I wanted to be 12. So what I need to do really is just get people write me shorter emails, don't you? Obviously, I blame Rob for that. I'm not going to take ownership of that whatsoever. I saw his badges on. Right, I'm not going to comment on that. I've commented on it as I've gone along. We know we speak about this the whole time. If you want some hard graph, go and speak to the dev DevStock guys. They will look after you, right? Um, they can send me enough merch. Also, the diary they do that you can never get hold of. I love the fact you can't. Um, it has a daily thing in it. You can write in there, like read, write, meditate across the top. But you can write in your daily goals to do, notes, what fizz you do. Don't think that physical exercise is something that you don't have to do. I know it sucks sometimes. It sucks. It's about getting in touch with yourself, understanding the body, moving it around. For a long time, I didn't exercise and I felt horrible for it without realizing that's what I felt horrible for. And now I'm all about the exercise. I still feel horrible doing it sometimes. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, it's not great. But, um, you know, moving the body around, getting out in the rain, getting a bit wet and everything is, is a pretty cool thing, especially if you get a bit older, right? And, and things like shoulders start going like that. Who'd have known? Guys, I'm going to leave it there. 24 minutes. I'm out. Some people won't watch it. It's 24 minutes. Okay. It's about uh, the journey, isn't it? It's about getting over something and I think Rob has done something fantastic there still dealing with issues he's written to me today I'm not going to read out the reply that I sent or I sent and that he sent but he's working through those issues okay and that's the main thing if you are interested in the Shadowlands we do talk a lot about this whilst we are flying airplanes also if you think about starting up a jet doing all the things I'm telling you to do you're on VR maybe virtual reality you're you're in a, a great place with lots of other people who are helping you out and discord it's all there multiple channels okay I'll try and bring something up now to show you what's going on um, full syllabus is two syllabus two syllabi um, okay, which were based around teaching of this airplane. It's very authentic, it's very genuine. Okay, people do help each other out, it's a good place to be. You do need to invest in uh, uh, DCS, which is free, but your computer will need to be like a couple of grand or something like that. So it's not for everyone. I'm not saying it is, but I can't answer every single email, but I can talk to you whilst we're flying together through some clouds and everything else around southern Russia or Nevada, wherever we're going. It uh, just helps me to provide for this and stuff like that because it is a subscri subscription-based service. Guys, I really appreciate everything, um, you know, helping me to do this and stuff. I appreciate everyone that wants to sponsor through Patreon, even if it's like the five quid, buy me a cup of tea. I really appreciate that. Um, until next time, I'll put some more stuff up later, hopefully some uh, flying stuff and everything, but hopefully got something out of this email. Keep on keeping on, guys, okay? It's about you. You come first. Oxygen mask on you before you put it on someone else. It's about you, okay? If you don't love yourself, no one else is going to love you. So you don't understand that. Okay, who's the doctor I told you to go see? Dr. FJP.